That's Alex Gorley. That's Michael Odenbeck. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. And we are back. Back to life. Uh, uh, Back uh, 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 uh. on the bottle again. (laughs) Back to the future. Oh, dude. uh, Back to getting drunk. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? I I said back to the future, and I was trying to go back to the future marty like i would like i was I, I paused way too long to throw an extra reference in that yeah uh i didn't even know what you were talking about until yeah. you said future yeah you know <laughs> november 1st 1955 nothing that didn't ring a bell uh dude i wasn't even i wasn't even uh you know my dad wasn't even thought of yet oh well but you know what was time travel well, it, yeah it, it existed <laughs> already yeah I'm a firm believer. I mean, if you uh, think about it, time travel's always existed. Boom. We'll start off with that. <laughs> Speaking of time travel, we're going back in time a little bit to Jack Daniels again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only with a slightly different hue. Uh, <laughs> tonight, we're doing, we're doing Jack Daniels, Tennessee Honey. Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey, all the fucking song things I'm doing tonight. Um, so, Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey, uh, as read here, it is 35% alcohol, 20. I'm sorry, 35% alcohol, 70 proof. Uh, as my little tasting notes I got here, it is a truly really fabulous whiskey liqueur from Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels honey is made with a mix of rich spices and smooth, uh, supple honey, and the result is delicious over ice or in coffee. Would have never thought coffee. Uh, tasting notes before we begin. The nose should be caramel, charred oak, a little orange blossom, uh, honey, vanilla, on the palate should be thick and creamy with notes of vanilla, toasted oak, honey again, and a little apricot. Mm. I wonder if it's going to taste just like Woodford Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can go ahead and guarantee that one. Uh, <laughs> it will not. Uh, I've had I've had Tennessee honey before. It's definitely syrupier is the best way I can describe it. Mm. Well, I'm going to drink mine straight out of the bottle tonight. Okay. That's how I'm going to do it. And uh, I just opened it up, brand new bottle, and I can smell, it smells very honey, very yeah. honey-like. Yeah. It almost smells like a, like a couple different types of uh, moonshine that I like. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be good. Oh, uh, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. It's All right. honey. Let's do it, buddy. All right, cheers. Cheers. Here's what I got for you, Alex. Yep, let's hear it. So, it has the slightest burn in my esophagus. Just the slightest. But it leaves like almost like a filmish residue on the back of my tongue and around my molars. Will you hold on one second? It's almost like I took a drink 
of a honeybee's asshole. Uh, just slightly off skew. Basically, what happened was I uh, I found myself on the east side of Philadelphia, and uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but there are quite a few honey uh, honeycomb farms. I don't know if that's what they go by, but that's what I'm going to say. Honeycomb Farms uh, on the east side of uh, Philadelphia. So I found myself there and uh, I was hungry, homeless, and uh, looking for something to satisfy the urges that I had, which just happened to be for honey and uh, and a butthole. So. Anyways, I found this honeycomb farm because that's what it's called, I'm sure. And uh, and I I came up to it and I, I didn't even have any kind of PPE on at all. I did. I just assumed that they knew I had good intentions, and they did. They knew. I think it's something that they can sense, maybe smell, uh, or I heard once that. They have pheromones that they can pick up on. Um, so I'm going to go with pheromones. They uh, sensed my pheromones. And uh, they invited me in. I mean, with open arms. It was really, uh, really a glorious uh, good time. So basically what happened was I, I opened the door and I, I don't know if you know about a honeycomb farm or not, but they have the giant hive and it actually has kind of like a door on the top of you and you lift it up and that's it. And then they can reach in and basically scoop out all the honey is what they do. So, uh, they opened the door for me actually. And which I thought was really astonishing. I mean, have you ever seen, 400 honeybees uh lift open a wooden door uh if you haven't then you're missing out because it was it was quite the show uh show of affection is what it was um so they opened the door and uh they made this sign basically by by flying in the air together all right they made this sign and uh and it was saying come on in so I stuck my head in there, and uh, and I came on in. Nice. Yeah. I was just telling the listeners the story about uh, how I uh, ate honey out of uh, honey bee's butthole <laughs> in eastern Philadelphia. Where you were born and raised? Yeah. So... Uh, so they'll get to listen to that while you were while you were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that honeybees have pheromones? They I would assume pheromones. so. Yeah. Did Oh, this this is actually kind of fun. I'm a, <laughs> we're going to switch out bee knowledge. Did you know yeah. that uh um, bees Actually, I actually I, I got a little quirky little story for you. Uh, yeah. When I was in high school, uh, they allowed you to give blood if you could, uh, if you chose to. If you were like seventeen, if you had a parent's permission, or if you were eighteen, you could go on your own volition. And everyone who was like me that was lazy would go give blood so they get out of class. So. Uh, I gave blood twice, actually. Um, but one time I went, I went down there, I sit down, there's this lady, you know, she asked me all the questions, yada, yada. And then she starts to uh, like take my blood and she goes, all right, now I'm going to need you to stay still, sweetie. That's what she said to me. And I go, oh, okay, honey. And I said that to her and she goes, don't you dare call me that. Like I got mad at oh, me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry. She goes, do you know what honey is? I was like, mm. it's sweet. And she goes, honey is bee shit. 
<laughs> yeah. Like she completely like, cause she knew I was messing with her. So she's like, Oh, I'm going to get this kid. <laughs> Do you think it's, it's not really B shit. Is it? Uh, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I, I, I could, uh, I mean, kind of makes sense. I mean, I thought it was something they created, but I didn't know if it was like B crap. Tell you what, I'm going I'm to Google do bees poop. <laughs> oh, okay. This says, so the answer to the question on everyone's list, yes, bees do poo. However, they are very clean and polite and hygienic animals and will groom themselves and each other like cats to maintain their pristine yellow fur coat. So, yes, but it is not honey. So honey must be something else that they, uh, you know, some some kind of secretion that they get from all the pollen. Because uh, I thought they I thought they actually ate honey. Uh, I don't know if they eat honey or not. I know Winnie the Pooh eats honey. That's true. Well, they have. No, it's a jelly. Maybe it's a, I was thinking of. I know if a bee. It says honey and nectar collected by bees contains both sugar and carbohydrates, which will produce energy. This energy is converted to body fat and stored for future use during cold winter. Honeybees often obtain vitamins from royal jelly, pollen, and various microorganisms within the hive. Mm, so they're hive animals, huh? So the, so the majority of honeybees larvae eat honey. That's what it is. Okay. And the queen eats royal jelly. Mmm. Mmm, yeah. Is it grape or strawberry jelly? Oh. Oh, it's grape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's grape, too. Uh, but I prefer strawberry jelly. Let's just put that out there. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Harrison Brogain, the nation's leading hair growth restoration product. Have you not been feeling assured of yourself lately? Feel like something's missing? You mean like my hair, Alex? That's right, Mike. You need a helping spackle of Harrison's Brogain. Well, what would that do? Well, it helps with balding, <laughs> receding hairlines, and migraines. Well, I can't wait to use that. It's going to grow back my confidence. That's right. Now, side effects are diarrhea, hair loss, psychotic feelings towards ferrets, and death. Well, here I come, Harrison's Brogain. Find it at your local pharmacy. Harrison's Brogain. Find it at your local truck stop. Harrison's Brogain. Find it at your local deli. Harrison's Brogain. Find it at your local bingo hall. Harrison's Brogain. Find it at your local VFW American Legion. <laughs> Dude. Think about this. Okay. All right. So, and then I'm just, this is, so let's preface this, preface, let's preface this with a fact. Okay. Yeah. The fact being, if you break down any kind of molecular structure, right? Yeah. It is just atoms floating flopping around right yep and then as you uh zoom out let's say it becomes apparent what it is that you're looking at be it an apple a chicken or a human being okay mm -hmm. what specifically is it that holds all of that, all those atoms and, and matter and all that shit together to make the thing that it is. Because when you, when you zoom in all the way down to like the basics of what it is, none of it's connected. Yeah. None of it is connected. It's not connected. It's not touching each other. It's just zooming around each other. But then when you zoom out, it like is like a mass, like a mass of something. It's a, a, a solid object or, or a, a person or a chicken or an apple. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a good philosophy 
philosophy physics question i, I don't know um uh, like i don't know it, it's one of those things like i get what you're saying because it's all like it's mass that's in the same space at the same time to make one said object but it's all because you also got to think too like like a human being's hand like it's a hand but what's next to the hand is air and air also would have atoms and molecules and everything else all the way around it so like what what's the barrier between the two right yeah and what makes and what holds what holds the body together right is there see that makes me wonder is there some kind of like an internal gravity mass gravity yeah well like so all all mass has gravity technically and the larger the mass the more the gravity okay so so you so the gravity is there gravity in our core then like is there like a center core that's holding like the the gra- what our body is like our our fucking atoms and our skin molecules and just everything else just like i don't understand what holds it all together yeah um see man i don't know that's that's one i'd have to research more but i know it's got to be something along lines of like you know the atoms are the things that unless there's different types of atoms that which i i'd have to look that up but like you know that make certain set objects obviously there's different elements but there's different atoms in the set elements. That's the weird part. Uh, but it's, you know, maybe magnetic pulses. Cause you know, like with, you know, protons and electrons, positive right. and negative charges. Right. Dude. So I've been listening to, uh, lectures, a lot of lectures from different, uh, college professors. I found online for free. Um, mostly involving string theory and how it relates to quantum physics. Yeah, I've gone down a couple of those rabbit holes myself. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's really cool that you can listen to these lectures for free online on YouTube. Yeah, and then these kids that are in these classes have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to hear the same lecture. Yeah. And guess it's, what? We don't get tested on it. That's right. Yeah, I just get to enjoy it for the fun of they are hating it and i like i'm having fun listening to it oh yeah but but it makes me think these crazy things and then i just start i start driving around during the day looking at shit thinking why is this all why can't i just float through this shit why can't i just and just missed out and then come back together isn't there some kind of superhero or villain that can just mist and then reconnect, re like assemble? I mean, there's a couple. You got like uh, Nightcrawler that can teleport, which kind of mists and reappears. But then you got like the the Cat Girl, like from X Men, that can like like move her atoms or do whatever, and she can like go through walls. Um. Which I was going to say that, like, you could go through walls, but you would have to... I can't remember what it is. You either have to move at such a high rate of speed that your molecules or something would separate enough to make its way through the wall, and then you'd have to, like, bring them back together. Basically, transportation. One of the theories that uh, was suggested in one of these lectures was that we're all held together by a common frequency like the atoms in our body like our specific body okay everything that makes us us like not us us but like me me and you you there's like like you personally alex gorley have your own frequency that your body is is like all everything in your body is all moving at the same frequency and that's why it's all staying together 
I have my own frequency. Like if, but if my frequency matched your frequency and we were together, we would mesh. We would, we would morph into each other. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as you're saying that at the same time, I'm going like, I feel like all those like super hippie chicks or hippie dudes, whoever, uh, that were into like chakras and stuff like that. I'm like, does that mean they're right? They've yes. been right the whole time. They're, yeah. It's all about frequencies of, you know, different body parts, the mind of the soul and yada, yada. And it's like, uh, like, is, is that it? Like, uh, it's just funny because it's like full circle. It's like, if they are right, then that means that shit's been around for forever and they figured it out back then. And we're just relearning it. Uh, but it makes me go like, well, if there's so many frequencies, does that mean there's an infinite number of frequencies? Cause there would have to be, there's so many, trillion objects in the world that we don't mesh into like you would think sometime one of them would overlap and that's what would happen and that's what made the mandala effect but you know like what uh (laughs) (laughs) the mandela effect yeah Yeah, the mandela effects are they're not the mandala that's another um my brain's a little fried um (laughs) the uh but that would explain that because then it's just our two worlds that maybe they're too close in frequencies and they're coming together and boom and all of a sudden you know mandela didn't die in prison yeah he did and da 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 black tom explosion you are my father darth vader uh oh dude so there could be oh man so yeah so then think about it like you have yeah an infinite amount of multiple dimensions, right? Yep. Each dimension has its own frequencies. Yeah, it would have to. Right. So everything in that dimension has its own frequencies parallel to the dimension that we're in that has our frequencies, which is parallel to an infinite amount of other dimensions that have all their own separate frequencies. Yeah. Because you know, because if you you know, we we looked on the small scale. Now you're looking on the grander scale of like the the galaxies have right. their own frequency that we all somehow contribute to, and then they've got their own frequencies. And then whatever whatever the hell I forget, I've seen like pictures of it. Whatever the hell the universe that we know as the first see, the seeable f- universe where it looks like. Um, what is it? It, it kind of looks like a brain um, <laughs> synapsis. It kind of looks like yeah. that. Um, yeah. And then it's like, well, then does the other ones uh, do that as well? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had, uh, I know the listeners can't see, but I had like the dude from uh, like the history channel the aliens guy i had that hair just then i just like pulled my hair up and all of a sudden i was like let me tell you right now aliens aliens bro it's just the ancient aliens guy yeah i had i did the ancient aliens guy haircut um well you know it's funny you say that i i one day i was having like a retrospective like thought process one day and i was sitting there thinking what if it's what if it's not just frequencies what if it's positive or negatives where like what we think is positively charged thing like we are let's say we're positively charged and there is multiple universes so what if almost like uh kind of like in um oh crap I'm going so blank on all my references. Uh, the TV show with like the kids that went to the upside down um, off Netflix, Stranger Things, right? Stranger Things, yeah. So what if like the upside down was the negative of ours? And so it's like, and we're all, granted it would be more in a 3D, maybe 4D dimension, but like what if uh, like we're the positives and surrounding us is the negative and then surrounding that would be another positive and it would just kind of keep going. Or if you like think about cards, like you have one card, it's positive. Next is negative. Next is positive. And you just kind of line them up like that. And that's the multiverse. So for us to actually get to another positively charged universe where we would have a counterpart that we would have done the same thing, but a little bit different kind of thing, we would yeah. have to travel not only through a, 
not only travel to another universe, but you have to travel through a negatively charged universe to get there. Oh, shit. Uh, Dude, and I don't know if you'd make it through that. Exactly. Because who knows if we could exist in that plane. Uh, That was me sitting at a bar drawing on a bar napkin. (laughs) And I was... That was a soberless thought. <laughs> that was a very soberless thought. And I and I remember the people I was with were like, what the, f- what are you drawing? Because I was drawing like, and if it was positive or negative, like at first I did positive negative and I was thinking that, then I was thinking, well, if it was oppositely charged, what if this is the one that really blew my mind? I could, I had to like stop after this, but it was like, <laughs> so like, what if you looked at things like a funnel where, you know, it starts at the atom or even smaller and it grows upwards to get bigger. So you would think mm. the negatively charged would be the inverted of it. Mm. So it would have to start at the small and go down to the big. And I couldn't even start at like the ma- It wouldn't start at the big and go to the down. Yeah, it would. Like, well, like, Let's say the small starts at the bottom and goes up to the big in our universe. There's it would start. The small would start up top, and then it would go down to the big. Like it, it was such a weird thing to think about that I couldn't even wrap my yeah. brain about what that would even consist of. Right. Like, what is it that my thoughts are even thinking right now? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I have moments like that all the time. Oh yeah. I'm like, why is why is my brain doing this to me? And then I think, have at it, brain. Yeah. Have at it, brain. And then I just sit back and let it go. You ever just, you ever just, <laughs> you ever just let your brain just go, just go, go have fun, go, like you, like you're taking a little kid to the fucking playground, and you're like, all right, and you sit down on the park bench, and you're like, all right, go on, go have fun on the slide and all that shit. I mean, I do that with my brain sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I just told you what I did with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was one of those times I've done that. Yeah. So I do that with like, uh, like, uh, like self fulfilling fantasies of like grandeur and shit like that, where like, it'll be stuff like, uh, like, I, I, you know, when I was a kid, it was like me being a superhero, me doing this. But like, as I got older, they got more complex where, I would just like, I would like fill my head with something and I would just kind of play it out like a movie. Um, and I remember before Burt Kreischer did his shtick about uh, meeting uh, like Russian mafia people, I had a similar idea. Except mine was like uh, the Yakuza. Like in my head, I made a story about a guy going to a bar and like doing something and like like saving someone. And it yeah. was like someone important in the Yakuza. And the next thing you know, he's like hanging out with them and drinking and partying. But then they start doing really fucked up things. And he's like, ah, shit. But then they're like, can we trust you? Do we need to do like, like it, then it became, I don't know. I also think in terms of movies. So I start playing out like weird little comedy versions of this or like <laughs> if it got too real kind of thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> do you start picturing the cinematography of it all too? <laughs> oh, all the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, I I need to be a director one day. I need to make a movie. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's called Netflix and Kill. <laughs> yeah. We could uh it was the killer couch one. Yeah, I mean we could do it. We could make a really terrible version. That's what we should do. Not even make it good or believable, but like something like we just like slap together in like a twelve hour platform where we go pick up a couch at the dump or by a college campus and we we just put some fangs on it dude next time i see a couch laying out on a curb i'm grabbing that shit yeah oh that would be so much fun that'd be a great afternoon both our both of our wives be like what did you do today like well we made a movie about a killer couch right and uh 
I can't throw this couch away because there might be a remake or there might be a sequel. So this is going to have to sit in our house for a while. Like, right. It smells like piss. It actually smells like a lot of things. You just haven't yeah. found them yet. <laughs> uh, we can't get rid of it because we need the continuity for, for yeah. Netflix and Kill 2. <laughs> and you know what I just realized? Rubber. Yeah. Rubber is like the reason we could do this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If rubber can do it, we can do it. Totally. All they had, all they had, was a f- dude in a green jumpsuit with like a, I don't know, had it been like a, a, a rod or something that just walked this tire along. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah. That's it. And then a bunch of people acting like it was real. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Oh yeah. I can act like a couch is trying to kill me for sure. <laughs> oh, terrible movies. That'd be great. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what a washcloth is. You know what a loofah is. You even know what a fupa is. But Agmo Industries presents the Bufa, a cleaning sponge made from 100% all natural organic back hair. Yes, I said it, back hair. This coarse material helps to exfoliate and gets rid of dry, dead skin. We go to our local day spa and acquire the best hair to give you the better quality product. So, if you want to take your shower to the next level, you get the Bufa. Hey, Mike. What else can it be used for? Have you ever heard of daddy issues? Boofa. 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 Dude, uh, you know, when I let my brain uh, go on recess the other day, yeah, I thought, I thought about this, and it really started to fuck with me a little bit to the point where I had to, I had to reel myself back in. But you know how people can become uh possessed by demons yeah okay so now think about this a person is possessed by a demon but what is a demon right a demon is a fallen angel right yeah 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 so then technically couldn't you be possessed by an angel? Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. Right? How many people do there's so many so many people are possessed by demons. So many people, right? Yeah. There's thousands of exorcisms every year of people exercising the demons. The Holy Roman Catholic Church getting this shit out of people thousands hundreds of thousands of fucking exorcisms every year yeah how many people are possessed by angels and don't even know it have no clue hmm interesting right they're not they're not in control at all of their actions and they and it's and they it's a hundred it's a it's a it's an angel possession, and they're showing up at church and singing like a fucking Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, and and they think that it's them, and it's really an angel that has possessed their body. Yeah, interesting. We think. I mean, yeah. I mean, the logic sound. I mean. You know, depending on what, uh, you know, like I know, um, granted, like most of this isn't by no means like deep religion or anything, but I've heard like stories and stuff like that of like demons not being fallen angels, but they were, uh, created, uh, by the, the fallen angel and like, you know, so, but in the same breath i feel like in that kind of story arc i've also seen that angels were could possess as well um i mean it makes sense if you think if one could the other could for sure well yeah i mean you just like let's say okay so demons aren't technically angels but the devil was an angel yeah and supposedly he's possessed people yeah and if he can do it angels can do it 
Yeah, that is true. Right. So that I mean, so I think, I think it's happening all the time. I think it's. Ha- I think Mandy's possessed by an angel. Oh, look at you getting brownie points. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, listen. Uh, <laughs> at this point, it's statistically impossible to not have a ton of people about maybe probably millions of people possessed by angels yeah because nobody's exercising them out yeah i mean why would you it's like uh well that also brings up that question if you found out that you were being possessed by an angel would you want it to be exercised out i mean if i'm doing good things yeah well i mean i mean if i was doing good things why why would you but you're not you're not in control of yourself yeah maybe maybe you are in your heart a not so nice person (laughs) (laughs) and if and if only this angel would get out of you you could do things that you really wanted to do (laughs) yeah i mean maybe maybe um i was gonna say maybe it's uh it's kind of one of those things it's like i don't know if you ever met someone who like used to be a uh like a really intense drug addict and then they got off the drugs and then they started like lifting weights and then they really kind of like got obsessive about weightlifting and they like do it religiously and they're taking all the supplements and it's like it's an obsession it's kind of like that it's like you're trading one addiction for the other but one Mm -hmm is actually helping you and the other one's hurting you right and i see that all the time what people people who used to be uh who are addicts people who are addicts who get into weightlifting and all of a sudden become ripped and they're at the gym you know seven days a week for an hour or two every single day yeah and it becomes their whole life. Oh, oh yeah. And it's and it's what and and you can't tell them. Well, you're addicted. You're you're still an addict. Yeah. It's just you switch from one thing to another. Oh yeah. Well, even like at uh, not talking shit, but there's like certain org- like there's certain times where if you go uh, or like I've heard that like certain people that like who went through like different programs or whatnot, they'll go like, yeah, don't track. Don't try quitting like cigarettes. Don't try drinking. Don't try quitting coffee. Don't do this. Like just focus on the worst ones because these other ones aren't as bad kind of thing. Like if you do too much, you're going to fail them all. Right. So start with the heroin. Yeah. And we'll get to, we'll get to cigarettes later. (laughs) Right. Right. Start with the heroin. And then, you know, later on, we'll get on a keto diet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you tired of not getting pregnant? Do you ever wish that you had a bunch of illegitimate children like your favorite rock star or professional athlete? Does your husband not want kids, but you do? Well, try Holy Man brand condoms. See, our patented state-of-the-art technology does not allow for any wasted semen. Our famous mesh-tipped condoms help to funnel and allow every swimmer to become an Olympian. So when people don't respect your religion and make you grab for a condom, then you grab a Holy Man brand condom. When a little miracle needs to happen. Do you think people that do you think scientists that say that we evolved from fucking shrooms, uh, shrooms from shrews? We evolved from shrews, a shrew-like animal, right? Yeah, that's what they say. That's what scientists are saying. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that that is even fucking? I don't think it's true. I think they're just saying that shit. How do that? How do I know that's true? I don't fucking know that's true. You just said that shit. Where's the fucking evidence? Show me the proof. 
You don't yeah. know. They don't know. I think it's a theory. It's just a theory. It's not. They don't fucking know. They have no idea. Dude, this is what I think. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what I think. All right. Let's hear it. I think humans are originally from Mars. Okay? The Mars, the planet was fucking up. They knew that they only had a certain amount of time before their planet was going to be inhospitable and they had to go somewhere else. They knew that Earth, which I'm sure they didn't fucking call Earth Earth, but they knew that there was another planet, the third rock from the sun, that was livable, right? But at the time, there was a bunch of giant-ass fucking lizards on the planet. And they're like, how the fuck are we going to live on this planet? We're like an average height of six feet with all these massive ass fucking lizards running around. We're going to get ate the fuck up, right? So what do they do? They send a massive fucking nuclear bomb and blow the shit out of the planet to eliminate that that those species the dinosaurs they take them out right they dinosaurs they took them out yeah and then (laughs) and then what they did was once that was once they were taken out then they came and then they colonized the first the originals right yeah they they came they colonized the planet and they started building structures and stuff, but then they, then some shit happened, and they got. I don't. I think. I think that they missed some of the dinosaurs. Maybe hmm. a couple T Rexes lived. They got eaten. Yeah. They're like, all right. So then, so then, <laughs> time passed, right? So then they had to. They're like, now they're on their last leg. So the, they sent out the, the first ones were the scouts. Well, now they're on their last leg and they're like, okay, so for real, for real, this planet's fucking done. Yeah. Like we've got it. We've got to take over this other planet, but they still have, we still have like fucking saber tooth tigers running around. We still got these giant ass woolly mammoths that are going to stab us with their fucking spear like talons and shit like we 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 still gotta get rid of this so what they do is they send another fucking bomb because the planet's in an ice age at this point right yeah because of the first one so they send a second one to kind of reverse shit back to the way it was before the first one so they send the second bomb boom right they come back down. Now we're closer to humanity, right? Now we're closer to our own, to the, what we know as when we started, right? Yeah. Like Sumerian time, right? But what they did was they sent this bomb. So you hear all these t- people like talking about the young Adrius, right? Like some kind of cataclysm event happened 13,000 years ago that ended the last ice age and brought us into where we are now. Right? Yep. And all these people that talk about ancient uh, ancient civilizations that were going on before then. What I think is <laughs> what I think is is humans as we are now didn't exist on the planet before then. Mm, nice. And they these Martians who were us sent this bomb to end the ice age blew shit up took out tons of different fucking animals and shit came down and when they came down where they landed and where they started their civilization or <laughs> where they when they when they landed their like home base was what our ancestors called Atlantis. 
Nice. Nice tie-in, by the way. Um, okay. I, I dig right? that. Yeah. Okay. And that's why they say that Atlantis was so much more uh, highly more advanced than what the rest of the people were. Yeah, it was a depot. Is because Atlantis was the original fucking colony. Yeah. It was where the Martians originally came down, right? So they come down Atlantis, and then they spread from there. Then they start, you know, migrating out. And that's why humans are a fucking invasive species, because we came from a whole other fucking planet. We're not like any other. We're not content like all the other fucking animals on this planet, right? Yep, yep. And we're constantly spreading. We're constantly trying to gain more. Gain more. That's how Mars got fucked, right? Yeah. And it's just in our DNA because we're fucking Martians. But that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So we came down. Listen, 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 listen. We came down. We came down. We came down. We started our base. Our original colony was Atlantis, okay? And when we when we all spread out, when we all spread across the planet, we only had so many people, okay? Yeah. And <laughs> over time, we lost our fucking intelligence, People, you, we had like the this. Imagine if right now, imagine right now, mm. if Earth was coming to an end, and we had to go colonize the fucking moon on Jupiter, right? Yeah. So who do we send? We send our top scientists and some fucking worker bees and basically that's it right oh yeah yeah because we gotta have we gotta have people that know how to do all this shit and people who can be the labor force because that's just how it works right that's how fucking humans are yeah so so what happens so we go to the we go to the moon around jupiter we fucking colonize this shit and (laughs) after 50 years of us being there we've got some kids and we've got some grandkids but who's to say that the asshole scientists really taught them everything that they knew true playing the phone game yeah or if they were even if the kids were even bright enough to even understand what the fuck they were talking about yeah because not all kids are really bright what i'm just saying i'm just putting that out there man yeah right so so after generations of this so you have multiple generations of this happening okay (laughs) and then next thing you know you're like how the fuck was that pyramid built I don't know. I don't even know how old it is. I just know it's always been there. Yeah. I'd fuck. I don't know. I don't know how it was built. Let's go. Maybe they were just smashing some rocks together and it's fucking came. Who knows? Yeah. That that's actually a funny thought to think of how many times we've rediscovered the Sphinx. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like how many times people are like, holy shit, have you seen this thing? Dude, it's like a half man, half cat uh, <laughs> snake thing. And then they forget about it or die off. Then the next group, holy shit, have you seen this thing? Yeah. Yeah, man. So this is this is my theory of where humans come from. This is my <laughs> this is what has evolved. <laughs> yeah. The evolutionary chain of it. Now, I, I like it. Part of me thinks of, uh, so I thought of some things to add to it. You feel free to add them or not. But part of me was thinking, what if what if the Earth wasn't, uh, wasn't a colony like 
we were going to live there. But what if it was like an exile or something? Because I was sitting there thinking like, what if, what if our earliest ancestors wrote down what we thought they would be and they called it like either the story of like Adam and Eve getting kicked out of the garden. Maybe the garden was Mars and the original settlers came here. Hmm. And and exiled. Or, what if what if it was not exiled but wait a minute. Exiled like like Earth is like fucking uh Australia was for England. That's actually what I was thinking of a little bit. I was like, you can either look at it as like they got kicked out of Mars as like the biblical sense of like they were, they sinned and they got exiled out of the Garden of Eden. Or maybe the, they looked at Earth as the Garden of Eden and then they came here because it was fruitful and whatever. Mm. You just had to get rid of those pesky velociraptors <laughs> and they did that with a flood um, by uh, shooting a laser at the ice caps mm. um, oh no it was definitely a bomb yeah a they comet a bomb. bomb up yeah it wasn't a comet it could oh my god dude oh my god my brain just worked listen <laughs> what do we have now? What do we have now that we're using with the Space Force? I have no idea. We have Tuscan rods. Huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I actually I was just I saw a thing the other day that said if you put or no, this is tungsten. Or are you saying the same thing? Tungsten? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, it's so hot that if like I saw a thing that said if uh, it was like a little fun fact it was like if you if you drop a bar of tungsten in lava the tungsten will cool down. Listen, because it that's how much hotter it is than lava. Listen, dude, we've yeah. got these bars, and they're and we have them in space. And we can direct them to pinpoint accuracy anywhere we want on the planet. Uh-huh. And when it drops and it hits that point, it's like a nuclear bomb going off. And we have that technology now. We have but the golden not, eye. But it's not it's not nuclear though. It doesn't it doesn't give off all the radiation and uh, leave like you know mutant babies and all that shit. Yeah. So it has none of those side effects, but it's oh God. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's like fucking like Thor's hammer or some bullshit. It's called, but like basically, it's what it is. Is this heavy ass metal rod, basically in space. And it just is dropped. It's aimed at a certain location and dropped. And it comes all the way down. And when it hits that specific location, it fucks that whole area up. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, that's what it would do. It's like a fucking comet hitting right there, right? Interesting. So if we already have that technology. Yeah. And if, if, us as Martians was coming over here to terraform Earth and uh, making it more suitable for us to live on. What makes you think that they wouldn't also have that type of technology where they could just boom, send a fucking rod down and blow the shit out of the fucking ice age? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, they could have done more than one. I mean, there's the Earth is riddled with uh, meteorite. Uh, craters, yeah, and they just strategically dropped them at different areas at different, you know, same time. Yeah, they would have taken out, you know, quite a few species of stuff that they might have been like, eh, they're kind of in the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, I drank half this bottle of uh, Jack Daniel's Tennessee honey. 
Nice. I, I honestly, I, I've only, I only had just a little bit of bourbon. Uh, I'm, I was actually kind of iffy about crashing out too hard tonight. <laughs> Alex. Yeah, buddy. Let's say somebody wants to find us on social media. Okay, let's say they do. Where would they have to go to do that? Excellent question. Uh, they would have to go. Uh, first, they'd have to pick the social media they want us to be said on, uh, seen on. Oh, my God, I jacked that up. Uh, <laughs> they would have to go to the specific social media that they want to view our uh, wonderfulness on. Uh, so if you're more of a tweet kind of person, you would go to Twitter and you would check out that at think soberless. Uh, if you're more of a Facebook connoisseur, um, don't forget to go to serverless thoughts. And if you like going to Instagram and checking out all our great posts, which we have a plethora of great, uh, pictures, posts, whatnot on there. Also at serverless thoughts or, or you even have the option to contact us directly with questions, directly. thoughts, directly? comments. Yes, directly. And you could email us at serverlessthoughts at gmail.com. And I'll tell you what, uh, legit, I read every email that's sent to us at serverlessthoughts at gmail.com yeah. and reply to every single one. So if you send us an email of your dusty navel i promise you i'll send you a picture of my dusty navel and reply <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, i'm lying uh, that's i shouldn't promise i shouldn't promise that yeah i was like yeah true. that's that's a <laughs> <laughs> only because my navel actually is not dusty uh yeah but <laughs> that's that's why that's a lie yeah <laughs> it's fuzzy it's fuzzy it's fuzzy yeah. it's a fuzzy navel ah! and those, t- those taste so good how have we not had fuzzy navels yet i don't know but we need to we're because we we're always just drinking straight up liquor or beer well we yeah well, more part cocktails of it, part of it is we're doing this on opposite sides of the state dude because it's because we we need this goddamn pandemic to end (laughs) i know on so many levels look help (laughs) us get the pandemic to be over so we can get this podcast rolling like it fucking should be rolled right Uh, so we can be in the same fucking room drinking these outrageously awesome cocktails yeah outrageously awesome cocktails <laughs> and uh and really just fucking slamming them glasses together and drinking hardcore and acting like you know acting like we're not dads <laughs> yeah exactly let us live a little for the love of god yeah. please yeah please god please god <laughs> oh i can't wait to get an email from jesus all right Uh, (laughs) alex what do we say when we get out of here uh we like to say if you're in the skillet uh stay cheesy keep it greasy and flip on out Taken.